Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show. Bottom of the hour, it's going to be our friend Megan Kelly. We talk about a lot, including the word police in this country, including... Uh, do you turn down somebody to be in your talk show if you don't want to help him? I don't have people on my show necessarily to help them. I have them on my show because it's interesting, and I think that you guys and gals in the audience will enjoy what he or she has to say. And and we've been very lucky in that people that we've had on have done that. We also talk more about her Air France experience. Did she get the fifth bag back? And uh, we talk about uh, also the changing language in this country when it comes to those who are trans and what's being forced on us by these organizations. Really cool conversation. We've got part one today, part two tomorrow. Um, you're going to want to make sure you stick around for that. Plus, Carrie, you'll love this. I posted a, a cheesy machismo uh, look at the gun show picture over on Instagram no. today. What? Well, I got to look at it so I can make fun of it. Well, it came up in my in my uh, memories. And and oh, it's, uh, the, it's, okay. it's literally my my gun show. Really? Okay. Are you looking? I hold on, hold on. Because it's go. the gun show, and it's the gun show. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's okay. the gun show at the gun show. Mm-hmm. And if you're not following mm-hmm. me on the Instagram, it's Joe Talk Show. J O E T A L K S H O W. Go there now. Follow me on Instagram. See the picture that I posted earlier today. Oh wow! And you'll see what I mean. It's the gun show. <laughs> Okay. Am I right? Uh, you'd be right, yeah. That, it's the gun show at the gun show. That would be a gun show, yep. Just putting it right out there. So go and check that out. Follow me on the on the, on the the Instagrams. And uh, I, don't do, this, I always get this one. I don't do the Instagram. Well, you can still click the link that I posted. Yeah, that's what I did. You know what I mean? Just click the link. It's not, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's kind of simple. So uh, go there and check that out. Do me a favor. I want 1,000 likes on that today. It's uh, 200 now. Is that asking too a much? 1,000? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Good. I got 25,000 followers on the Instagrams. They get, we've got 5 million listeners. We can't get 1,000 likes in that picture? Well, you know, maybe a little hard, but we'll see. At see what you got. Joe Talk Show. If you're a Second Amendment rights believer, at Joe Talk Show what? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, yeah, that's true. On Instagram. You'll Go and check it, it out right now, and uh, we'll talk about I, I want. I want to know if you get 1,000. That should, that should be easy. That should be like, you know. <laughs> you think so? Waking up in the morning for a thousand hits. All right, okay. um, we've got Megan Kelly bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about this Kansas abortion vote from yesterday and the two different takes from the same Twitter account of Joe Biden on the same story on a Wednesday. Yes, let's go. Carrie Lucky, how you doing? Great. Hold again, they're done. Sam and the Hizzy, come on. Let's go. Cabbage patching it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Running man. Can't wait to see you dance. Shaky next head. Hour. No, you're not going to see me at all next hour. It's going to be all you. Gun show. Uh-huh. Is that carry on harmony? You got it. Red hot chili peppers, by the way. 
red hot chili peppers, Hump to Bump. It's actually, Paul, it's actually called Hump to Bump, right? Yes. Okay, there you go. Just look at it. What's that song? Now, I had a guy email me today. Hour two, break three. What song did you come out on Monday out of the bump? <laughs> right at the commercial break. Uh, yeah, tell him. Like, I don't yeah. freaking know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was off Monday. It was my birthday. <laughs> I didn't even work Monday. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. I get this email. Yeah, I heard this commercial last week uh, sometime between noon and 9 o'clock. I was wondering if you could help me I figure out what that was. <laughs> I was like, on, I don't have a clue, people. I don't have a clue. Now, now, now I'm getting this. Oh, I, I go to Instagram and I can't. I, it, the, the page is completely blank. No, it it's is not. not. It's right there. I just looked at it. If you can't find my Instagram account, just go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Click on the Instagram logo. It'll take you to my page. It's either the gun show or the gun show. It's not, not really that difficult. I love you like brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. but it's not that difficult. All right. Let's talk about this Kansas law. Now, yesterday, while the election was going on, I was getting people who were emailing me saying, or I saw some news story somewhere, that the wording of the Kansas abortion law story or the addition to the Constitution in Kansas, was it was being worded wrong that yes really meant no and no meant yes. Did you hear any of that, Carrie? No, I didn't hear that. Okay, if you can, give me the final result on this because Joe Biden has taken two different angles on this today or whoever is tweeting his, uh, on his account. It's not him. What do you From have? Fox News, residents of Kansas have voted against an amendment to the state's constitution that would have given lawmakers in the state the ability to regulate abortion. With Tuesday's vote, Kansas became the first state in the nation to vote on an abortion-related issue since the Supreme Court's ruling to overturn federal protections for abortion granted under the 1973 landmark case Roe v. Wade. The constitutional amendment backed by a campaign named Value Them Both would have given elected representatives the ability to pass legislation regulating abortion in Kansas, which was restricted after the state Supreme Court previously found the 1859 Kansas Constitution grants a natural right to abortion. At the time the AP called the race, voters had rejected the amendment by more than 20 percentage points. In 2019, the state Supreme Court struck down a ban on surgical abortions in a 6-1 to decision, ruling the state's constitution protected women's choice to engage in that activity as a right. Okay. So Biden, who used to be for the states getting the, the issue of abortion back, when he had his lucidity, when he was not the dementia Joe that we see now, um, he actually was for... Roe v. Wade being overturned and that the states have the rights because that's federalism. Today, on his account, two things on this issue. Number one, I don't think the Supreme Court, or for that matter, congressional Republicans who for decades have pushed their extremist agenda, an extremist agenda, have a clue about the power of American women. Last night in Kansas, they found out. So, Carrie, as a journalist, when you hear the president of the United States tweet that, mm-hmm. would you agree with me that he's saying the state had the right to do something and the state of Kansas did something? Yes. Okay, so he's a state, state's rights guy there. Oh, and then he says this <laughs> as a follow-up. Like, back-to-back. Congress must codify the protections of Roe as federal law. And if Congress fails to act... The people of this country need to make their voices heard. Huh? Hmm. Now there, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, because you're smarter. You've been telling me that for 17 years. True. Um, uh, He appears to be saying, 
the federal government should have purview over abortion. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the two tweets that he did back to back. I don't think the Supreme Court, or for that matter, congressional Republicans, who for decades have pushed their extremist agenda, have a clue about the power of American women. Last night in Kansas, they found out. So he's cheering on Kansas for a state and the voters of that state doing what they felt was right for their state. Am I surprised that Kansas would say you can't ban abortion? Yes, I'm surprised by that. I'd like to see the wording of the ballot measure. And then he follows it up by saying Congress must codify the protections of Roe as federal law. And if Congress fails to act, the people of this country need to make their voices heard. Let me take you a step further. Corinne Jean-Pierre is the um, is the press secretary for Joe Biden. She basically is the mouthpiece for the president when he can't speak. Now, he doesn't speak to the media very much at all. So, in other words, the only thing we get from him is really from her. So she's asked about this today, and then she drops this bomb. From day one, when uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional unconstitutional action by them, a right that was around for almost 50 years, a right that women had to make a decision on their bodies. I'm sorry. So she appears to be saying it was unconstitutional to take away a constitutional right, the right to abortion. Carrie, as a journalist, and you've read the Constitution a time or two, does the word abortion appear? No, it does not. Well, darn it, because there's that Tenth Amendment, which says if it doesn't appear here, and if the federal government doesn't have it under its purview, then it goes back to the states. That's called federalism. I know it's a confusing term for those who are watching and listening, but don't get confused. It sounds like that means the federal government gets it. It doesn't. Federalism means states have rights, and the states have, are were supposed to be, by design, they're supposed to be more powerful than the central government. There is no constitutional right to abortion. But she says when... The Supreme Court made the extreme decision, which is not extreme, to um, take away the constitutional right to a woman's uh, reproductive or some crap, whatever she said. It was unconstitutional. Now, all anybody in that audience had to say, and I don't know if anybody did, but all anybody in that audience in that in the in the pool of reporters had to say was, "Can you show me in the Constitution where it says abortion?" But of course, nobody will. So let me just give you this soundbite again, because this, listen, I don't mind going after Corrine Jean-Pierre because she's a racist. She's a through and through, start to finish, horrible racist person. She is, because I've looked at the old tape. You don't believe me? Go look her up on MSNBC or CNBC or CNN or whatever the hell she was on. Every single thing was about racism, was about white supremacy, was about race, race, race. That's who she is. I don't give a crap that she's a lesbian. I don't care that she's black. I don't care that she's the first black woman. Um, but what did she say? LGBT person or something? I don't think she said gay, but she is. Um, I, none of that matters to me because if she's doing the job right, I don't care. The fact is she's doing the job wrong. Now, I have to decide if she's really, really stupid, which is a possibility, or if she's this racist, horrible, I hate America person who will lie from the podium every day. Now, you might be saying, well, wait a second. Biden's the person that puts these words in her mouth. That's untrue. She buys into this crap. She's not saying it because she's told to say it. She's saying it because she believes it. And she's not, she's actually holding back. When she was on MSNBC, I think it was MSNBC, back in the day, she was every single thing. She hated everything about everybody. The patriarchy, the white supremacy, the fill in the blank. 
So let me give you that sound bite again. When um, when she talks about the Supreme Court, maybe, I wonder if she's talking about Judge John, uh, Thompson on this one. Carrie thinks she's talking about Judge Thompson? I do not know, but I'm sure she meant justice. There is, yeah, there is no justice. Yeah. No. Or Judge Thompson. No. All right, here's Kareem Jean-Pierre again. From day one, when uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional unconstitutional action by them, a right that was around for almost 50 years, a right that women had to make a decision on their bodies and how they want to start their families. I mean, she couldn't even say the word unconstitutional. It's pretty lame. Um, so there you go. That's the take out of Washington. Now, we've got a lot of listeners in Kansas. I want to know what the wording was. Carrie, is there a way to find out the wording on the ballot for that for that mm, abortion measure? Let me try to find this, something. See if you've got anything okay. on that. That'd be great. Um, but the people of Kansas that are listening, I want to hear from you. Corrine Jean-Pierre has made it clear that the Supreme Court made an unconstitutional extreme ruling by ruling that the word that doesn't appear in the Constitution doesn't apply to the federal government, sent it back to the states. Joe Biden, or the person tweeting, probably Susan Rice, tweeting for him, says, hey, you found out in Kansas, didn't you? State did the right thing. So he's four states' rights there. And then he says we have to codify it in Congress somehow, the right to have an abortion, which, of course, is not in the Constitution. Even if they voted in Congress, one second, even if they voted in Congress, the House votes, the Senate votes, he signs it. Guess where it goes then? To the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court's going to again say the federal government doesn't have purview. Carrie, go ahead. So I found this from The Guardian. Why the language on the Kansas abortion ballot is so confusing. So they're saying voting yes would mean supporting an amendment that would change the Kansas state constitution so it no longer protects abortion, overturning a 2019 state Supreme Court ruling. Voting no would mean the state constitution continues to protect abortion rights. Okay, so people in Kansas, literally, if they thought they were voting no because they're against abortion, they were actually voting to keep abortion legal in that state. They were voting yes, it would be to overturn the 2019 move. So yes would have been no abortion, no would have been yes abortion. Right. Well, that's pretty freaking confusing. I want to hear from my friends in Kansas. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags. I'm glad to have you. Thanks, uh, Megan Kelly, about 10 minutes from now. Make sure you stick around for that. We appreciate you taking the time. Lots going on, lots to get to. Uh, great interview. Always fun to talk to Megan. Uh, Going to go to the phone lines in a second here. Let me remind you, it's, it's 255 likes now, Carrie. Well on our way to 1,000. Oh, yeah. not asking for a lot, are we? On your way. Yeah, what did we start Well on our with? way to 1,000. 200. So you got you 55. What? You got 55 more. Okay, cool. What? How, when we first started talking about this, how many likes did you have? None. We added 255 for the very beginning. No, you did not. I saw that. Oh, 256. No. Just just added one as okay. we're talking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No time at all. Instagram. Yeah. At Joe Talk Show. At J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. The Gun Show. 
is happening today. Go and check my, uh, it's two, what? It's it's two oh, pictures. Well, uh, there's a video, then there's that picture. The gun show two guns at one. the gun show. Yeah, yeah. At least two guns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So go there, check that out. I'm just telling you, you get to a thousand on on the likes, and it'll make me feel good. And it's my birthday week. Birthday Carrie, do we week? do that? Do we do, is no, it, do we do that? No. Do we do I know birthday millennials week? do that crap. It's my birthday month. No, it is not. You get one day. It, one day. It's my birthday year. No, my birthday quarter. <laughs> Your birthday year. No, it does not work that way. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. JoePags dot com. Glad to have you along for the ride. Let me tell you about uh, Super Beats. Super Beats are great. Super Beats will make you feel good. Um, Super Beats will give you that energy that you need. And it's not about having four or five extra cups of coffee. It's not about getting an energy drink. It's not about getting a bunch of sugar in a soda or even a sugary candy snack. That's going to be quick energy that falls off and you want to go to bed. Nope. You, you, you're going to want to get energy that lasts you throughout the day. Your circulation, your blood pressure, your, your blood flow, also intricate when it comes to the energy that you need to get through your every day. So why not change your morning routine and add two Super Beat soft chews? They're actually heart chews. Good for your heart. They support a healthy blood pressure. They taste delicious, non-GMO beets combined with grapeseed extract. You're going you're gonna to love them. And they're portable. You take them with you in the gym bag. They're in my gym bag. In your purse, in your pocket, in your console, in the car. You're always going to have them. Uh, I used to forget doing the powder in the morning sometimes. You're not going to forget these, and they taste delicious. Go right now. We got you up to 45% off plus free shipping at JoeLovesBeats.com. JoeLovesBeats.com, their best offer available anywhere. JoeLovesBeats.com, up to 45% off. Again, JoeLovesBeats.com. Get your Super Beats heart shoes and get them right now. Let me go to the phone lines. Peggy is in Kansas. Peggy, did we did we call it? Was this worded weird? Uh, not really. Um, I read the um, the um, uh, thing on the online because I had friends and family that were against. Uh, we're going to vote no, and I was like, I was very strong yes because yeah. I'm very pro life. Right. So I got on there and read it, and the thing that I voted no just for the fact that it said the legislation was going to determine uh, abortion laws. And I think that should be left up to the people of the state. Because right now, even though we are very, every Republican state Congress, um, I don't want us to turn into, you know, have our legislators have the power in the future to say, no, we're going to be like New York and allow you to abort this baby after it's born. You but, know, but, the, but that's what, be able to change the yeah, law but that's what they're saying, they though. chose to. Well, that's what they're saying. So, a, no, a no vote meant yes to abortion. A yes vote meant no to abortion. So, it, but, meant that it the, the, meant that the state constitution was not changed. So the laws that were already in place with the, with the state for abortion would remain. Right. So, um, but then the vote for the value of them both um, would give that power to the legislatures. But right, but but right and, now in Kansas, you can get an abortion, and those who exactly. don't want that to happen would have had to vote no to make that go right. away, and, and you voted right. no. But yes, but if they if the Congress would put forth a, a heartbeat law or a total abortion ban, I would vote yes for that. But I did not want the power to be in the legislature's hands. I wanted the power to be in the voters' Peggy, I got you. I hear what you're saying, but I think, Peggy, I think your, your conversation with mine, with me, just now, proved that it was very complicated and uh, v- because you're against abortion, but you voted no, which is interesting. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Megan Kelly next. Joe Pags.
Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It's always an absolute pleasure to have somebody on who I've been just enjoying the work of for so many years, and we've become friends. It's Megan Kelly. Megan, how are you? Good to see you again. Hi, I am great. How are you, Joe? You are great. I agree with you. So <laughs> I, I'm, I, I float around the YouTubes, and I don't like going on there because they uh, demonetize me, and I'm a bad guy because I interviewed Mike Lindell, for God's sakes. Um, but um, but I just love your show, and I can't watch it when you do it live, so I go back and I watch it later. And you told the story. By the way, Guillaume and Luis say hello. And by the way, it's, it wasn't Luis. That's where you Trigger. screwed it up, uh, 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 Kelly, because you kept on calling him Luis. Had you called him Luis, I think they would have come through faster. For those who don't know, you had a debacle with Air France that you made very public, and you told a story. You know what you were reminiscent of, and I hope you take this as a compliment, of, of Paul Harvey telling a story. I could not stop watching. It was amazing. Yeah. What made you decide? I'm going to just lay it all out, and let me just tell this story like the Kelly family or the, uh, the, the is it Brunt? Is that your, your husband's name? Yeah. Like I'll let I, I've, had, I've had him on. Mrs. Brunt. Right. right. We, we, we love Doug. But, Kelly. Right. But you told that story so well. Just give me, if you don't mind, give us the cliff notes on what made you think, I'm going public with this, and it was so great the way you delivered. I loved it. Well, I knew that my experience was going to be representative of what millions of people were going through without the platform. And I knew that it would be somewhat cathartic to people who are also going through this bag nightmare to hear somebody say it and express the frustrations that they were feeling with it. And to let people know that it can happen to you, whether you are well-known, whether you're not well-known, whether you have dough, whether you don't have dough, you know, we're all just a bunch of serfs when it comes to these airlines (laughs) and somebody needs to call them out on their bad behavior. So the the long and the short of it was we went to Italy for a week in June, the five of us, my family. And um, when we flew back, we flew Air France to and fro and they lost not one, not two, not three, not four, but all five of our bags. My three little kids had the little roller bags, which we should have just carried on, but Doug and I were checking our bags, so we managed to just check them all. And all five got checked, all five got lost, mm. and for three weeks, I called hundreds of times trying to reach Air France, trying to reach the JFK baggage people, who are real, they exist, they gave me a number, and could not speak with a human that I just kept getting the Air France infuriating artificial intelligence. That's Guillaume and Lewis. <laughs> and I grew to hate them. <laughs> I don't have seven hours a day to stay on the phone with Air France right. AI or with the JF. And it was driving me insane. So I started to just document it, like how insane the levels would get and how bad the communication was and how ridiculous the AI communications were and off point and fake and setbacks to square one when you thought you'd advanced at square 10. And and at the end, I just think you know I had to I had to spew it I had to like express it, and now we are a month six weeks later, and um, the final communication I had with, from Air France, fake news Air France, was um, I was waiting on one more bag. Yeah. They got the bags back, so I was waiting on one more bag, and they said tomorrow your two remaining bags will be back to you. <laughs> but you're only, you're only expecting end. one. To the end, they screwed it up. All right, so so did you ever get number five? I got it. Yeah. We now have all five bags bags back, and I never, ever spoke to a human. I have yet to speak to a human at Air France. What blows my mind is that you get the overwhelming feeling. They just wanted you to shut up and go away. Um, we're going to keep on hitting you with AI, going to keep on hitting you with fake Guillaume and fake Lewis. Just call them Luis, and it would have helped out, Kelly, I'm telling you. Um, uh, but uh, it, they just wanted you to stop. Now, I had a similar experience, that not the same. It was with an airline that rhymes with Smallegent. Um, and, uh, we were in North Carolina, we live in Texas and we were flying back and they called us or they, they texted us one hour before the flight 
your flight has been canceled. Have a nice day. We're like, oh, well, what flight are you going to get us on? We couldn't get a hold of anybody. We ended up buying $2,000 worth of tickets just to get home because I had to go to work. And, and we still to this day, I've never heard anything. I, they, they beat me down. They did not oh. beat Megyn Kelly down. But when you told that story, Megan, tell more stories like that where it's just you and the camera and the microphone because it was so great. And when you dropped the F-bomb. I burst out laughing. I went, holy crap. Like, it's just- you know how it is, Joe? It's like one of those things where as a news person, and my, all my background is, well, first as a lawyer, but as a news person, you don't really, when you're talking about yourself, you feel weird. It's yes. like, if you're talking about yourself, you're off subject. And I just presume the audience has no interest in my life because I'm there to do good interviews and bring out something interesting about somebody else, right. not about myself. But sometimes when it, when it reaches like this certain level, you've got to do it. And in those moments, I will share, you know, my personal story. Maybe I'll start doing it more because I did love Paul Harvey. And, and, and a lot of people, I mean, that went viral very quickly. A lot of people saw that. I talked about it on my show the next day and everybody watching and listening to me went and checked it out as well. It was so well done. And that sneaky F-bomb just really, wow, this is so like raw and real. She couldn't even not say that. And I thought it was good. I'm glad that you got you have all the bags back. But I really do think they just wanted you to go away. It's yeah. Megan Kelly. Check out the Megan Kelly Show, noon to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday on Sirius XM. And also go in and follow her on all the, the platforms. You're on Rumble too, aren't you? On Rumble, on yeah. YouTube, on all of them. It's funny because today we did a show where we took a deep, di- deep dive into COVID yeah. and these nonsense studies that came out in Science Magazine proclaiming that it wasn't a lab leak, that it was natural origin in the market. So dumb. It was a great, great segment. But we were laughing internally because we're like, there's absolutely no way that this is going to live on TikTok because we, we, we do have a presence <laughs> on TikTok. I mean, anything about COVID, they censor. It's crazy how open and blatant it is. Well, it is. I was on TikTok. I, in about four months, I got 130,000 followers. But then I realized that they were going to suspend me at least once a week if I just said anything that wasn't exactly conforming to what they wanted. So I just left, left it dormant. And I'm, I'm starting to do these little videos that I do over on Instagram. But yeah, check out Mel, uh, Megan any, anywhere that she does um, what she does because it's just that good. Um, I wanted to talk about the word police a little bit. Demi Lovato has announced that she is now, again, comfortable with being her and she. And it turns out she just felt an equilibrium between her masculine and feminine sides last year, so she wasn't sure which bathroom to go into. That's why we had to call her they and there and and them and this. Um, and I did a video yesterday where I said and Z and Zim and Za. I don't know what to say anymore. Me- Megan, as journalists, and, and you and I have a background in journalism, a strong background in journalism, we want to just tell the story. We just want to tell the truth. But we literally have a woman who is so confused that she's changing her pronouns depending on which interview she's doing, and we're supposed to roll with the punches and just go with that? I mean, how do we, how do we even take that in in what we do? I mean, Demi Lovato, Lovato really sort of exposes a lot of the problems with this whole issue because... A, I think she's a lovely person. She's not one of those people who's running around hurting people, you know, like uh, who's the woman? Chrissy Teigen, who's married to John Legend. Demi Lovato seems like she's a nice person, but she also seems deeply unwell. She seems confused. She seems upset. She's had a lot of meltdowns. She's had a lot of open mental health problems that she's spoken openly about. So I'm not particularly surprised to see this from her, but I do think the waffling and the confusion underscores the danger of this pronoun game and why places like Canada have some nerve making it illegal for you to decline to go along with the pronouns of choice. Right. Right. I mean, like if you just stick to science and biology, you should be safe. You should be just fine. It may be offensive, but it certainly shouldn't be criminal to stick with actual facts and biology like it like it is in places like Canada. Right. But the more I was thinking about the Demi Lovato thing, the more I was thinking 
I really want to give some more thought to what my viewers and my listeners say to me a lot, which is they object to me pushing back on the transgender ideology. They know I do that, but to me, nonetheless, respecting the pronouns, right? Like I'll say Caitlyn Jenner is a she, yes. for example. Right. And a lot of my viewers, maybe you have the same and listeners say like, don't do that. It's not consistent with, you know, your questioning of this whole, you know, just, just ideology. It's being shoved down our throats. And I usually just say as a matter of respect, the more I think about it, the more I'm really wrestling with it, Joe, because it isn't factual. It isn't true. It's subject to the whim of the person, which puts you in a position where you sound like a fool, yeah. like the Demi Lovato thing. Like I have to go from she then to a year of they, then back to she or she and they, depending on her mood. Yes. And what next year it's he and I'm an ass. If I don't go along with it, I'm somehow a big, no, this is, this is wrong. And I think we should be in a place where if we just stick to biology, we're safe, we're respectful and nobody should bother us. I agree with you. And to take it to the level where you went, if you and I were sitting in Canada right now, if we didn't say she, her for Demi Lovato today, we continue saying they, we could be in trouble. We could right. be breaking the law. And if tomorrow she wakes up and says, you know, I really am going to be a he today. I'm feeling very masculine. And I feel like there's a lot of testosterone. We, again, might be breaking the law. That's that's why you know Jordan Peterson, his argument makes a lot of sense. If you tell me, listen, I really am going to trans... I won't say you because you can never transition. You are who you are, obviously. But I've had Caitlyn Jenner on the show. Caitlyn Jenner called me at 1130 at night on a Saturday night wanting to come on. Brad Parscale was helping Caitlyn Jenner run for governor in, in California. I know Brad very well. So um, I get this call. I'm like, holy crap. And we had a real talk. I said, you have to understand, I was nine when Bruce Jenner won the decathlon. I was nine and I wanted to be you. You were on the, the Wheaties box. Every man on the planet wanted to be you. Every woman wanted to be with you. How do I now call you Caitlin? And how do we have this conversation where I'm calling you she and her? It was, Megan, it was the greatest conversation I've ever had with somebody who was really not worried about an agenda or worried about an, worried about an audience. This was off the air. And I got a better understanding. I have no problem calling Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner. I know it's Bruce Jenner. I know that he's an XY. I know that. But at the same time, I can respect the person. But here's somebody who's not going to waffle. Here's somebody who says, this is how I'm living. This is who I am. Well, like like, Caitlin, like, I mean, like I Elliot Page, between, same thing. Go ahead. I see a distinction between the name change, you know, yes. and Caitlyn. I would always call Caitlyn Jenner Caitlyn. I mean, they change their name. that We go with it. Yeah. But like the pronouns is where people get upset. And I've never really been one to get upset. I've sort of just gone with what people want me to call them. Yeah. But, but the more I think of like the, the trans activists, not not the trans community, but the trans activists have gotten so rabid and crazy in their authoritarianism that it's time for some pushback. You know, you, you need look no further than what they're doing in women's sports, right? What they did to UPenn. And when the UPenn swimmers spoke up, they were told by UPenn to go get therapy yes. so they could deal with the fact that a biological man was crushing them and breaking all their records. That's messed up. And what's happening in all these cases is typically a biological man who's pretending to be a woman is taking away women's records and beating women's women at their own sports. Yes. And we as actual women, as actual women, are told to shut up. If we say anything on behalf of ourselves or our daughters or our sisters, we're somehow in the wrong. And I think it might be linked somehow to the discussion we're having about pronouns. Caitlyn Jenner's not actually a she. She's not actually a woman. Right. And is not actually a she. 
Caitlyn Jenner, I wouldn't say she's a woman. I would say she is a trans woman. And I think it's, it is important, as we're seeing more and more, to make a distinction. With all due respect to people who are trans, it's not the same. A woman is not the same as a trans woman. And I don't know if we need a new pronoun, you know, the Z, whatever it is. But, like, she is, is a pronoun that describes a woman, yes. which a trans woman is not. Individually, of course, we can say she and her and, and show respect to Caitlyn Jenner when Leah Thomas, who's William Thomas, who is, and we say the word biological like that gets us off the hook. It's a dude. Uh, it hasn't changed anything uh, physically, walks around naked in the locker room with a bunch of women. They're uncomfortable with it, can't say anything. I'm the father of five daughters. I've got a wife and I've got a mother. I've got three sisters. I, I care very much for people like you. I want to look out for women being women and not eliminating them from society. So when you societally tell me as the LGBTQ whatever group organizations, if you yell at me that I have to do this and get in line or also go to jail or also be persecuted or thrown off Twitter or thrown off the air, that's where Mm -hmm. it crosses the line for me. I can be respectful to Leah Thomas if this person really is transitioning because he's confused or Caitlyn Jenner without the entire society telling me either I do it or I'm out. You know know what I mean? I, but I also like my pals over the Daily Wire are always they won't do it. You know, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh, they, they won't use the pronouns of choice. They, they only use biological pronouns. Right. And and they think it's sort of engaging in somebody else's delusion. You know, there's this delusion that like you need to have your arm cut off. I don't know if you've heard about that, but like Keith Avalo once told me about this. And it turns out it's true. There's a del- there's this like delusion or, or mental illness where you really believe somebody's got to cut off your arm or you're going to die. And there no surgeon would cut off your arm just because you right. really, really believe it's got to be cut off. Or you're going to die. Right. And that's how they see uh, gender dysphoria. You know, you're you're. You're not a woman if you're a biological man. You may yes. think you are, but we the answer to your confusion is not for the rest of society to have to pretend along with you that you are the thing you now claim you are when we all know you aren't. And it's it shouldn't be considered disrespectful for us to just stick to what's real. It's not done with the intention of hurting you. Yeah. It's done with the intention of being factual. That's it for part one of my special interview with Megan Kelly. Part two tomorrow on the Joe Pag Show. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We appreciate Megan coming on today. Part two will be tomorrow. You know, it gets it gets to to become like a thirty minute thing when we sit down and have a conversation. Carrie, I think it's all interesting. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely. Her perspective is going to get into more journalism stuff tomorrow. Who do you trust? Who do you support? Where do you get the truth? How do you know it's true? And at one point, she actually says, uh, "Yeah, just just don't, just watch the news once a month." Okay, that could be a pretty good idea. You never know, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, we'll have part two tomorrow. We get into much more stuff. Uh, I had to get the Air France stuff out there. Now, did you? When I urged you a couple of weeks ago to go and watch that, did you? I did not. No, of course not. You know why? Because you just don't (laughs) listen to what I have to say. You just think I'm a jerk. You're like, I'm not doing it. You didn't tell me what to do. Sure, I forgot. I'm sure. By the way, 289 likes. Hey, it's not even right. Okay, flying off the shelves. Nice. Very Listen, nice. Carrie doesn't think I can get a thousand likes on that picture. Go right now and prove her wrong. No, do not bring me into that. No. Totally no. has to do with 
Prove her wrong. You know how negative she is with me all the time. <laughs> so go to Instagram at Joe Talk Show. J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. Go there. See the picture. Let's see them. They, they want to take that gun away from me, Carrie. I don't, I don't think they should. Uh, there's nobody trying to take that gun away from you. Oh, yes, there. Did you see the, what Congress did last week? That gun is on the list. Oh, oh. Then I guess they are. I don't think they can get then it out of my hand. I'm just going to say. go and like that picture, right? I don't think they can get that out of my hand. Do you? Mm, no, probably not. Oh, that gun. gun show at the gun show. Go yeah. check it out. 888 941 pags Uh Should I tell people what you said um, when the interview sure, started? Sure, yeah. Go ahead. What did you call it? You called me a kiss up? Or, or, <laughs> I did, or, yeah. Yeah, kiss up, yeah. I thought I could use another word, but I said I'll, I'll, go, with, I'll go with something gentle. So in other words, that's, a, that's the support you're going to give your partner when I have a good interview like that. Well, you know. It'd be nice if you. Because Megan asked about you today. I said you, she, she's not a nice lady. Not she's nice. not a nice lady. Is she what I said. Know who I am? Yeah. I compliment you all the time. You're you're great. You're my news anchor. You're the best journalist. You're you're, you're the one. High five. Hey, look at how nice that shirt is. You give me crap the rest of the day. <laughs> okay, thank you. I guess. How many times have you told me nice shirt? How many times? Well, I don't In see 17 you. Seventeen years. I can't see you. I can't see you. Whatever. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Listen, here's the deal. There's war going on right now. You know about that in Ukraine. Inflation's happening. Over $30 trillion in debt. We're all facing it. It's starting to look like 2008 all over again, when millions watched their retirement savings disappear, while those who invested in physical gold and silver were, in fact, protected. This is tangible stuff. This is not paper money. That can be devalued by printing more of it. Uh, if you've got $50,000 or more in your IRA, your 401k, or savings, you could be at risk again. Thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. So call right now, 855-936-GOLD, to get a free gold kit. It's a gold IRA kit. Learn how thousands are protecting their retirement savings, adding $10,000 or more in free silver to do it. 855-936-GOLD. Gold Co. is the company I recommend for gold and silver. They've held place over a billion dollars in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008. Don't wait. Get on this right now. Call Gold Co. G-O-L-D-C-O. Go to goldco.com or call them at 855-936-GOLD. 855-936-G-O-L-D. Make that happen right now. Much more coming your way. Lots to get to. Stuff that's going to make your face hurt. Plus, we've got a doctor on to talk about anxiety during this down financial time, anxiety after COVID. He's written a great book, and you're going to want to hear all about that. Keep it here. Joe Pag's coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show.